They call me Spider. Cause she creep around. <laughs> cool it, man. This is a very serious matter. Good. I like to be serious. Three of your delivery boys are members of a break dance crew known as the Delivery Boys. So, what's it to you? Tonight, your delivery boy is going to face off against my crew. No, there's the Devil Dog. They're giving a $10,000 reward to the crew that wins. That's so. Yeah, that's so. Now, last year the Devil Dogs was up to win the $10,000, just like this year we're up to win it. But we didn't win it last year. Sorry to hear that. Oh, so was we. Hello and welcome to another episode of That's So Random, a random movie podcast. I'm Heath Lambert. My guest this episode, Jeff, Mr. Jeff Peggs. What up? A bona fide... I'm ready. <laughs> a bona fide... I'm ready. Rapper. I mean, I haven't had a rapper on my show before. I've had film directors. Yeah. I've had film writers. I've had... So up front, before we even talk about Delivery Boys yeah. from 1985, and there's some things to the say. Delivery... This is a good one. Before Thank we you even, for having me. Of course. Before we even get into that, tell people uh, where they can find you, find your music, uh, uh, anything you want to say about me, that. Let's get it out of the way up front. Follow me at KingPegs, one word, Twitter and Instagram, and follow my music on all DSPs at JPEGS, the legend, that's P-E-G-S-P-S. I said ass for some reason. Space the space legend, and shout out to the whole team, D A R Elite, and shout out to Seb the movie brat and Bipolar Andrew who are my friends and who set this whole thing, who helped set this whole thing up, or at least connect with us. Oh, I did not. I wasn't aware of that part. Would they turn you on to the show or what? Yeah, that's cool. I like heard about. You got you and your operation through them. <laughs> my oper- yeah, I have an operation. I'm sitting in my bedroom here. It's fine. It's enough. Yeah, Seb. Good dude. Good yeah. dude. Andrew, too. Yeah. A- All right. Yeah. Delivery yeah. Boys from 1985. How to even describe it? <laughs> it's like. First of all, this is what Delivery Boys is. If you never heard of it, it is a. Oh, no one's heard of it. Into low budget. <laughs> 80s comedy or like like teen comedy about breakdancing so right there you got everything you need you got everything you need to know about just picture it in your head and that's pretty much the start that's a good description i would just add, i would add sex comedy oh yeah there's <laughs> a lot of sex like all the we'll get into the bad guys or whatever later but i do think all the bad guys have weird have weird sex fetishes well, I think that was my, <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. So there's, yeah. I would describe it as like Porky's meets yeah. Break into Electric Boogaloo, <laughs> but all the breakdancers are pizza yeah. delivery guys. Yeah, it's yeah. something. I yeah. I didn't find it particularly funny. What? Well, it was just <laughs> for was... a comedy, but well, it's a quote unquote like one of those teen comedies, like they do whatever, but. It's just goofy more than anything, honestly. I found it interesting that 1985 New York, a breakdance crew, two white guys, everyone else is Hispanic or Latino, 
not one yeah. black guy on this dance crew. <laughs> oh, that is that's a good point. There's, there's I did two... put in my notes that they were pretty multi-ethnic, but that's a good point. There's two black guys in the movie. One is the rich kid's driver, Woodcock, and the other <laughs> is the villains, oh, yeah. the the uh, <laughs> the devil dogs crew, led by the only writer. No, the director, the writer, none of the actors. Wait, can I curse on this? Are you oh, yes, indeed. <laughs> okay, fuck yeah. The Jamaican pimp spider. Who's Mario Van Peebles, who's the only recognizable actor. Oh, yeah, Mario note. Van Peebles, he did good. I liked him in this. I thought he was serviceable. <laughs> the only person of any note in this movie at all doing a yeah. hellacious Jamaican accent. <laughs> that is... Wait, I'm not even talking about him. I'm talking about... I was talking about Spider, the fucking yeah, Spider guy who dresses like a pimp. Yeah, that's Mario Van Peebles. Oh, that was doing that a was crazy somebody. Jamaican accent. I his, think Mario. No, and even Mario Van Peebles isn't like was never like a huge movie star. He was always yeah. kind of a B-list guy. But I mean, he directed New Jack City. That's pretty good. That's true. That's his claim to fame. He was, but yeah, I think he was somebody else. He was. He had like a couple good scenes. He like. There's a little like early '80s rap on it. I think that's who that was. Oh, the, the, the rapper you're thinking of is. Uh, yeah. I wrote his name down. Where is it? It is. I'm fucking it up. I'm confusing the two of them. <laughs> the problem. Charlie Rocks is the guy's name. Oh, that's what he Charlie says Rocks. during his rap. That he's the best MC oh. around. They look exactly alike, especially as Marvin Van Peebles got older. I'm looking at this picture. <laughs> But anyways, so we open with this group. Be that as it may, this group is the bad guy. He is runs the rival gang, who the rival breakdance crew that is <laughs> goes. They go up to the like manager of the pizza place. Like, Jaman, you gonna make your boys lose? You gonna make your boys stay away from the breakdance crew? Or else it's going to happen to you, man. Yeah, and he Love pulls life. out. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, I'm Spider. I hear your boys are pretty good. Our, my guys, the Devil Dogs, were supposed to win last year, but we didn't. We got beat by the Big Shots or whatever they're called. And here's the Big Shots yeah, now. Big and he shots. has three shrunken heads. Yeah. <laughs> but he's, so he's apparently voodoo killed the opposition. So I don't know why he doesn't yeah. do that again this time. Maybe there's too many of them. But So he's telling Angelina... Who runs yes. Dan's Pizza? Angelina. She sends all the boys. Angelina, I gotta say a couple things about Angelina. Okay. She like seems to be the manager. Mm-hmm. Or she like is in seems to flirt and or be into a few of these employees of hers. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if she's I don't know what age she's supposed to be, but yeah, she's, she's pretty young. Not probably as young as they are, but yeah. I mean, is this? Like 18 or whatever, or are we licorice pizzaing this shit? <laughs> God, don't even. Um, and also. Which I watched recently. It was overrated. Yeah. I, Just for anyone out there. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> but she also has like Fran Drescher voice. Yes. <laughs> real, like yeah, a, kind of a high, hair. annoying. And then add in the New York, hey, you guys, the real New York. So, yeah. So basically, Spider comes in and threatens her and is like. You know, if you want to, you like these boys, you don't want anything bad to happen to them, you dig, you know, so you're going to keep them real busy so they can't practice, is the whole <laughs> plot of this movie, basically. So she yeah. sends 
the boys out and on... or miss the competition in and of itself. Right. So she's going to send Which her is best a three. fairly similar premise. But let's see how that happens. How Spider and his crew make sure that happens. She starts sending them out to different places. Kind of the three best, I guess. Well, before we, before that even happens. The ones that are actually delivery boys. Cause... Yeah, some of them just hang around the pizza place. <laughs> yeah. The ones that actually work there are the delivery boys, which is why the rest of them get called the delivery boys. But then they go like on their jobs or whatever. But before she starts sending them out, we got to meet some of the crew. They're hanging out in what I'm, seems to be the basement of a church, maybe. It's, I don't know, but with like graffiti all over. Yeah, there is a <laughs> church scene where the one guy prays to whatever. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a, later on. A really unneeded attempt at some drama mixed in here. But but two two of the guys are like hanging out playing chess. Two of them are just sitting around reading comic books and they're you know there's little bits of chit chat yeah. little attempts at kind of giving some character and depth to these yeah boys but like it doesn't really add up to anything teen, it's like the 80s teen crew type of thing that you see in all these stuff they like hang out they have their spot they do their shit except they're also break dancers so you gotta put that in but any attempts that they make to sort of like oh here's a character arc for this boy it never comes up again or pays off in any way so it's not a character arc at all like conrad yeah, his no thing is arcs. i just... guess conrad's kind of because the first time we see him conrad is white he's a rich boy he's slumming on the bad side of town with what i assumed at first was a prostitute but maybe not maybe it's just like a girl he knows but rather than yeah. taking her to a I fancy just put hotel my notes for that part I, I wrote conrad getting laid hell yeah well conrad very specifically not getting laid he can't get it up he can't get it up for her and she's giving him shit about it and he he could be at like some rich fancy hotel but he's slumming it in like this shitty hotel yeah and she's like like what's the matter it's like you like trying to be a man of people you weren't even thinking about me he's like you're right i wasn't thinking about you and then he says you're a pig and she's like excuse me what this beautiful woman and then he's like, "Oh, I'm a pig. pig We're all I'm pigs." A pig too. Yeah, and she's like, "Okay, dude, whatever. <laughs> I've never had this problem with dudes before, so I don't know what your deal is, but work your shit out. I'm out." And leaves. His driver shows up and is like, "Hey, man, why don't you call me and tell me where you are at night? Like, your dad's worried you're supposed to be at this board meeting. So come on, I gotta drive you." Yeah. And also, why are you slumming it over here? Like, you could be, you know, at the Ritz Carlton or something. But he's, yeah. know, he's bored with it. It's not in him. He's a delivery boy. Yeah, also, why does he have a job he as a pizza is. delivery boy? He does not need to work. I mean, I guess that's a good work, work ethic, ethic for him. He is of the crew delivery boys. He is doing his shit. And it's he also... got to be down with the gang at some point. It's also stated that he paid for, like, the crew's uniforms and stuff, so he's, like, the, the money man behind the, you know. Yeah, he's, like, the provider. I don't and then we see, and here's another one of the, yeah, sort of like, will, will this pay off in any way? No, it will not. We meet Joey Chickafera, who's one of the boys. He's walking down the street. He's rehearsing lines from Hamlet, like he's going to be trying out for a play. And, and then I wrote the quote, he's Italian, not Shakespearean. Yeah, that's a line in the movie. And he, it's a funny line. He also, he's Italian. But he's adding like, I guess the, what's supposed to be funny is that he's saying Shakespearean stuff, but he's saying it in a real New York Italian yeah, that way. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. <laughs> he's like, hey, that's the rub. 
<laughs> you know? <laughs> like, What's the rub mean? Yeah. Hey, could you tell me what the rub means? But you would think that. you would think that because we're spending time seeing this, that at some point in the movie he's going to be at the rehearsal and something's going to happen. You know, no, it will never come up again. The fact that he is studying yeah, the Shakespeare play, Shakespeare play. Yeah. So pretty much all character development is for not. Yeah, it does not matter at all. We get a glimpse of those guys. We get their break dancing skills. They're pretty good. It's nothing to complain about. And I'm like. No, and look, I can't do this stuff, so I should yeah, not I say anything, you know. But a lot of this no, like, dancing seems real basic. <laughs> like, like the yeah. windmills and the well, worm I mean, and like... <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's He got that choreograph. I mean, it's low budget, so, you know, you can't get the best choreographer in the world for this stuff. That's true. The best guy in the team seems to be a fellow named Scandal who, I don't know where he's supposed to be from, but he speaks in a language no one else in the crew understands. <laughs> like, just in some other language really fast. And no one, they're always asking him what he said. Yes. But he's wearing, like, a space suit, <laughs> almost. Like a Flash <laughs> yeah, Gordon yeah. silver fucking tinfoil. Oh, yeah. He looks crazy. But he's down at the he's down at the dock practicing with voice or some of the other crews, one of whom is actually, like, the best dancer in the movie. Like, all the pop and lock shit he's doing, like, that that's the stuff that impresses me, where I'm like, how do you do that? Yeah, I mean, that stuff, he obviously casted these guys for their breakdancing, in my opinion. Well, for sure. <laughs> Not for their acting, that's 100%. Yeah. And this guy doesn't even, the guy I'm talking about doesn't even have any lines and isn't even part of their crew, so we kind of don't even see him again. But he's doing like the yeah. like the walking against well, the, the wind the and the moonwalk, like the, slow feet and they're thing. Like facing off before Spider actually comes in. Yeah, and he's, he's really good. And it reminds me that, because I'm the whitest white boy ever, and there's not a lot of things in the world that I'm like, jealous <laughs> you know but i remember the first time i saw the video for usher dj got us falling in love <laughs> and the dance he does in that i remember thinking to myself jesus christ if a genie popped out of a lamp right now and asked me what's the one thing in the world you want my answer would be to be able to do that dance <laughs> yeah <laughs> which would be such a waste Usher's of a wish man. i wonder if you watch delivery boys uh, maybe it's usher if you're a fan of this podcast tell us if you watch delivery boys I mean, uh, tell us if that inspired <laughs> all the classic choreography in your music videos. Oh, I'm sure he's a regular. <laughs> he has <laughs> nothing better to do than listen to this shit. The other white boy on the crew, whose name is Fast Action, uh, is a terrible at breakdancing. The one guy's trying to teach him like basic like moves with his feet, and he's doing these big, broad like steps, and he's like, "No, man, come, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Was that line dancing? What are you doing? Or square dancing?" Oh yeah, the square dancing guy. Which is a shitty insult when you can when you get to the end concert or the concert the contest, it almost is like square dancing because the rap the uh the guy who's rapping is calling out like what they're supposed to do next, and then they do it. Yeah, and, then he, and he works into his verse like now do windmills, and they do it. So it really is. Like, it's, the format is the same as square dancing, really. <laughs> yeah, definitely, which I don't think is... Actually, I know for a fact it's definitely not how these contests go. Even on, like, America's Best Dance Crew or whatever, they have their choreography ready on their own. They don't need, like, the whole... Now, everybody, do the windmill, do the worm, etc. I thought that was weird. And I also thought the dancing at the contest was worse than the dancing in scenes prior. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Their practice stuff was a lot better a lot of the time. But 
I don't know, whatever. <laughs> so young Max, who's kind of the leader of the crew, sort of, is sent out on a pizza run and becomes the center of a penthouse letter. Like, th this, is a, this is the male fantasy shit that has never... I won't say never. It's probably happened in real life three times in the history of mankind. Where a pizza delivery guy shows up at a place and he's been called there because the lady of the house wants to get some. Yes. And he comes in and there's a sexy MILF waiting for him. Goes up like the <laughs> ominous voice that leads him up the stairs or whatever. Yeah, he's like in the, the He opens the bedrooms, she's like, put the pizza down on the table. There's a young she Latina maid named I think Tina, who lets who lets him in and he's like, Oh she's like, Wait right here, they'll call you upstairs when they want and then he hears like over like a speaker, you know, Oh, come upstairs, put the pizza here, blah blah blah. And when he gets up there, there's a white lady in negligee who yeah she just wants like a young latin yeah. lover <laughs> yeah and i mean and they get they do it what's more to say although <laughs> later on in their escapade it gets trickier it seems like you know what the other delivery boys have to go through but it seems like spider kind of organized this stuff out to distract these delivery boys as it were we'll get into that in a little bit but yeah the other two especially like they're He's with her, like, after they do it, and they're, like, hanging out, and he's like, oh, man, I gotta go. And she's like, well, my dog is outside, and he hates delivery boys, and if you re leave now, I'll tell my dad, beat the shit out of you. Yeah, also, so my dad he's works... He's trapped in there. Yeah, my dad works on the police commission. He's somewhere in the house. If he sees you, if he sees a Puerto Rican boy leaving my room... I don't have to tell you what's going to happen. Plus, there's a dog out yeah. there who likes to eat delivery boys. So, and he's like, so you're like keeping me your sex prisoner? And she's like, 100%. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, no doubt about it. And then later on, we and find that, the that guy. becomes a whole, yeah, we'll get to that. That's a whole other yeah. thing. Oh, but... man. That's, that was my favorite. <laughs> that's one of my favorite parts. That guy is the guy who had the craziest adventure. Although, not by much, because we have two other guys. So, that's where we leave Max for the moment. That is Max, yes. Also, she asks him when she first gets there, they're like eating the pizza and having some champagne. And she's like, are you on welfare? And he's like, <laughs> what does that, like, what does that matter? And she's like, oh, because that makes this so much better. Like, she's gross. She's a gross lady who likes to know that she's banging I said, like, a poor kid on welfare. All through this movie. Yikes. That's yikes. <laughs> like, yeah, then we see some more practice. There's like a couple random ass songs throughout this there's a lot of random ass songs. There's a lot of, it's 80, 1985. So there's lots of montages. We see Charlie yeah. Rocks, who's the rapper guy, who seems to be the MC of the entire contest at the end of the movie, but he's hanging out with the Delivery Boys crew in their church basement or wherever the fuck it is to hang out. Yeah, that's. And he's rapping good. for them and they're dancing behind him. So we get that scene, which doesn't, kind of doesn't matter. But... Early 80s <laughs> Run DMC Grandmaster Flash style rap. It's unmistakable. We have a montage of Conrad writing to where he's been sent to do a delivery with footage we've already seen of like the kids playing chess and then they throw in like a basketball game so it's partially like footage we've already seen earlier in the movie recycled but with a song over yeah there. that was there's not enough footage for the montages and we also cut to because we don't actually see any there's some there's nudity in this movie but there, we don't actually see any of the sex what we do see is during this montage it cuts to like a sidelong view of the bed just looking over the edge of the bed and all you can see is Max's He's bare like ass flailing or whatever up and down up and down up and down yes. really fast what I'm saying 
which is implied. I mean, that's one way to, to film a sex scene, I guess. Yeah, a little silly, but I mean, that's probably the point too. That's what you'd think that that's how to keep a PG thirteen, but then again, there's titties in it, so who knows? Yeah, no, it's rated R for sure. <laughs> and other, yeah, I don't know just, what their just off-color jokes I and guess stuff. So Conrad has where he's been sent on his delivery. Uh, one of Spider's guys is there talking to some like doctors, some scientist doctors. And he's yeah. like, oh, your guinea pig's coming, you know. And this guy is doing, he's not doing Jamaican boy. He, he's doing like, what is even, I don't even know what the word is. Like old timey, almost like Amos and Andy, like, <laughs> like really not, I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying I don't know to if it's my place to say, but it seems like it. that's definitely not. Would certainly wouldn't fly today. A real like, oh, yeah, you can leave oh, massa, you, you, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna get into it, but he's definitely doing that voice, which no. is an odd decision in 1985. But, um, I know what you're talking about, though, yeah. <laughs> so, Conrad arrives, and these doctors sort of usher him in, strap him down. And what it turns out this experiment is it's some sort of, and it's perfect for this guy since he couldn't get it up earlier because he's so distracted with the dance contest or whatever i guess they're testing so, out new boner boner pills or something because... yeah boner pills. it <laughs> like took a, them a while though and then they brought in like the sexy nurses or whatever yeah some nurses come out to do like so a strip tease work, for so him brought in some other lady well because he's a rich white boy something. and he's like classy so the nurse the nurse strip tease didn't do anything for him but then a fully clothed woman comes Poor in guy. and like sings an operatic duet with him and that gives yeah. him a visibly like a comically like tented sweatpants like enormous boner that he's going to carry around that, for the ladies? next half hour that's what happened that yeah that's, that's what you do that's the way to a man's regular heart strip tease doesn't work ladies that yeah forget the strip tease sing to your man <laughs> which is courtesy of no man hearing this is going to be glad i gave that advice but that's that's this movie's advice if we cut back real quick to max and the milf lady who's holding him prisoner sort of post-coital, laying around, you know, sitting around in bed naked. And we get the first of, it happens a couple times in this movie, but it doesn't happen enough that it's like the movie's thing. So it's still jarring the times that it does happen where she breaks the fourth wall. Like she's trying to wake him up to like go again or whatever. And he's like, no, leave me alone, I'm sleeping. You wore me out. And she looks straight down the barrel of the camera and says, what we have here is a failure to communicate. Like uh, breaking yeah. the fourth wall, and I'm like, hold on, this isn't that kind of movie, yeah. is it? Suddenly, it's suddenly not. it is, and they don't do it enough to like justify it. That's the thing; honestly. it only happens a couple times, so it's not like Deadpool or something where he's doing it all the time. It stands out as yeah, I've strange. seen that happen in like other shitty comedies where they like break the fourth wall like once or twice sporadically. There's one movie I saw have plenty. It like broke the fall the fourth wall it didn't do that until like two-thirds into the movie so i'm like what the fuck yeah it's way too late it's to be not asked. how this is and that be. spice <laughs> you gotta add that spice liberally through the be entire like, thing and up front one of the dance crew is again, at the is at the church we're gonna talk about the art guy saying a very solemn prayer to god like listen god my life's been hard you've kind of screwed me over but all i want in the world is for me and my boys who have always been there for me to win this dance competition so that's like a good deal right like you could help me out with that yeah. <laughs> in, in like god will be like like yes the least i can do but it's like a super serious scene with like a really serious score and like it's supposed to be like super <laughs> dramatic but 
A, we've hardly seen this guy before, so we don't know what this rough life he's talking about is. We hardly see him again. I mean, he's not the guy involved in all the sex shit that the three actual delivery boys are going through. No, he appears to be a, so he like, a good Catholic boy. He's we'll something to do that. for him. The one guy who's meditating. Yeah. You know, one guy meditating. The guy who... That's Joey. Yeah. Joey's the guy who... Yeah, Joey's the guy who ends up at the art museum, I think. Yeah, who earlier was studying the Shakespeare thing and it does not come up again. He's he's sitting on the counter. Medit- they're trying to make like dough balls for the crust yeah. and he's just sitting there with his sneakers on up on the counter like get off of there you unsanitary prick like what are you doing like how does angelina allow this but she seems like she's sweet on him because she wants to bang like, all of them yeah she's kind of like rubbing his face she's like listen honey you gotta get off the counter i got a job for you go so he bikes over to also speaking of want to bang all of them fucking when she meets izzy i think izzy is max's brother or max? yes max's older brother. yeah she's like Give my older brother a job. And she like basically tries to make out with him right then and there. Yeah, it's some kind of business. Don't get the kind of person that Angelina is right then and there. Yeah, everybody's pretty shady (laughs) in one way or another. But so Joey bikes his pizza. Angelina actually does some important shit for one of these guys' stories. Yeah, she does help out. Yeah. I get pro Joey Joey, because she's the one he's... He's the one she's sweetest on, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, he but bikes over Joey, to this art exhibit, sort like of. It's exhibit. just in some guy's apartment where he has. Well, he says he's taken plaster casts of people to make like super realistic stone statues. And a couple of them are like props like that. But it's mostly just real life people in this room painted white. You know, naked, yeah. naked guys, naked women posed and like doing the throat you know being as still as they yeah. can and it tells it being actors playing those guys he's like, like this guy first of all this guy has half a mustache <laughs> yeah he's a real artist like the idea of what in 1985 of what like these kooky new york right artists he had like a goatee with half a mustache yeah and, and like crazy like arched shape like his eyebrows are shaved in the way so they're like super arched yeah. and crazy hairdo and all that like so he, he's an artiste like, you know the idea of that he's so. like you break my Break of my things, and you have to pay for them. Or you will be punished, or however. The hell yeah, he's sounds. like a delivery guy. Last week, broke one of my statues, and I, I he basically told him like I drowned him in the East River. Like, <laughs> so don't do that. So of course yeah. that guy leaves the room to get the money for the pizzas, and one of Spider's guys is just there somehow and so shoves Joey. <laughs> Shoves Joey into one of the statues and knocks it over and shatters it. So he's like, oh no, what am I going to do? So his solution, rather than running away, because this guy doesn't know your name. You're just pizza the guy. I guess you could track him down and know who he delivered from. But he decides his solution, (laughs) his way out to to escape death. Going back to what you said about the actors playing frozen statues, is he paints himself white and is a frozen statue for the exhibit. But now he's stuck. Now he is trapped there. <laughs> so I don't know, that's a little silly. A strange decision on his part, but yeah. But yeah, he strips down to just he just Until has like a like a fig leaf on with his bare ass out. <laughs> so in yeah. fairness, the male and female nudity Barry in this film is pretty equal. Barry. And yeah, he has to just be in the middle of this art exhibit and not move and like 
pretend to be a statue until God knows when. <laughs> Next time this guy's back yeah. is turned, I don't know how you're going to escape. Then but. when the exhibit happens and Angelina comes in, it's like, what's going on? So tries to see how, tries to like get everybody away from him so he can like get the fuck out or something. Well, back under the Brooklyn Bridge where the contest is taking place, the gang is all gathered. It's an hour till the contest is going to start and three of their best dancers are missing. So they're like, what are we going to do? We don't have any alternates. We've got Izzy, the older brother, but he like refuses to dance for some reason. He's like, I used to do that, but I'm not good anymore. I'm out of shape. Yeah. Which in those, fairness, I'm when retired, he does dance, can't bring me back in. he's the worst of out of them. So <laughs> or he almost does like, he's almost doing like ballet dancing. Like he's doing weird, not break dancing at all, but all these break dance mood choices are, they vary from good to odd in this movie. So I'm just like, Whatever is acceptable in this movie doesn't matter. Low budget 80s comedy. So back at the where Max is being held captive, the lady's dad shows up, the guy who supposedly works in the police commission. And the first thing we see of him is he's chasing the maid, Tina, around the house and shows her a room that's supposed to be like her room, like she's going to be a live-in maid because it's her first day on the job that has an enormous... Not like a normal glory hole in the wall, like an enormous yeah, glory it's hole. Massive. <laughs> and he's like, here's like This is one of my favorite parts in the movie, by the way. It's so crazy. <laughs> this is the this is the real porky. He obviously right here, thinks but... very highly of himself if that's the glory hole. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He can put his whole head through it, like it's enormous. <laughs> but he's like, You can earn like like a bonus right now. Like I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna, you know, you, you like you can be if you're good at it you can earn so and she's like no and she sneaks out the window onto the fire escape she's like peace out no job is worth this yeah certainly not and at this point max who because this woman has hidden his clothes so he's stuck naked steals one of her dresses and a blonde wig and tries to sneak out tries to creep out of the house but the dad catches her and he has to put on like a lady's voice and be like i'm the new maid He's like, oh, I just lost the maid I had. This is perfect. I got a job for you. Come upstairs. I don't why. Why not just say, oh, I'm a friend of your daughter's, and I'm leaving. I came over to visit. Now I'm leaving. Bye. And run out the door. Like that would have been easier. Desperate. But then you wouldn't get the. Besides, this movie is not logical, so it's not like it matters. But I will say this because going into this 1985 sex comedy, I thought, well, this is not going to hold up. This is going to be problematic as fuck. (laughs) You know. Yeah. And maybe there are little things here and there, but. As soon as he put this dress on, I went, oh, here we go. The next half hour of this movie is going to be transphobic jokes, homophobic jokes. Every person who sees yeah, him is going to gonna be like, look at you, fruitcake. What are you doing? You know, throwing slurs yeah, around very chill and it. not that does or, not happen other than beyond the basic premise of like, isn't it funny that a guy's in a dress? That's funny, right? Other than that, which is uh, that's all over the any 80s movie almost. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, when he shows up in a dress at the end and his friends see him, they're kind of like, what's this now? But they're not like, they don't attack him. They're just like, interesting. (laughs) No time to explain. Here's your sneakers. Go dance, you know. Very progressive. Very progressive. I I mean, I don't know, but I would say the movie is progressive. But that surprised me that it wasn't just hellaciously trouble, you know. (laughs) But so Max goes upstairs with this guy and he's like, okay, you can, you know. I'm going to put my, I'm talking to you through the hole, but I'm going to back out. I'm going to put something else through the hole and you know what to do with it. And he does, and we don't see anything, but, and Max is like, holy shit. 
okay, look, man, I can do this. And he's saying in his fake falsetto voice, but like, I got my own thing. You got to do, I can do the best job ever, but you got to like go down to your kitchen and get some whipped cream. <laughs> so Max is like, really thinking ahead while he's gone. So, oh my God. Tina, for this is, ladies and gentlemen, the payoff for this is <laughs> wild. Well, I thought it was. Max goes to sneak out the fire escape and Tina's out there and he's, she's like, he tried, he tried to do that to me. And he's like, hey, I'm not a girl. I'm like, I'm the kid from the delivery place. Remember me? You let me in? And she's like, oh, yeah. And he's like, hey, watch this. And he comes back with the whipped cream. And it puts, so when you look at the glory hole, it's just a big circle of whipped cream. And then Max lets the dog in. And the dog goes to town licking this whipped cream. And the guy's like, oh, and rose on your tongue. <laughs> you know, oh, watch your teeth. Watch just your teeth. picture that. Just picture. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're so. It's. That was. <laughs> I don't think we can justify that just by talking about it, but that was probably the funniest bit. And then, yeah, but what you, how you want that scene to end for this piece of shit guy is like you, that you hear him screaming as they're leaving the house because this dog just bit his dick off, but that doesn't happen. So Rosa and Tina make their escape from this house of horrors, of <laughs> sexual horrors that they found themselves in. And Tina kisses Max goodbye, and he hops on his bike. I feel like it's like father, like daughter in that house. Thinking about it now. Like there yeah, you can see where she got it. Interesting. <laughs> For sure. Like, kidnappy sex shit. Yeah, that's not good. No, don't do that, people. Yeah, don't do that. Consent. <laughs> For sure. Consent. That's all I gotta say. And Max is Anyways. trying to ride his bike to get, oh god, I gotta get there to get to the where the contest is. And he's, ha- you know, he's having trouble. He's in high heels and a long skirt and he can't really so he winds up just kind of carrying and pushing his bike around including down some stairs then he drops his bike and is just like oh fuck it forget it just takes his takes the high heels off and starts shagging ass also there's a lot of shots and it will i mean it stands to reason but it's never not jarring to see the twin towers in a movie like you well i guess you forget (laughs) you know and you see him you're like oh right you forget you're supposed to never forget I'm just supposed to never forget, but I do forget, honestly. <laughs> and then when I see them in a movie, I'm like, oh shit, right. That's where those yeah. were. It's just, it's always, it's always strange. Sure. One of the guys. That doesn't stick out as much for me, to be honest. I don't know why. Maybe because I'm closer to there. Yeah, that's to... true. You're in Jersey, so you probably are a little more. Yeah, I go. Accustomed <laughs> than I am in Minnesota. A lot. And I have gone to, less so during COVID, but I have. I'm sure. Been there a lot in my day. So Angelina gets a call from somebody, or somebody tells her that, like, oh, Joey's in trouble over at the place you sent him. The spiders guys are messing with him. So she goes over there and comes in and sees him painted up as a statue and is like, what are you even doing? And he's like, this guy threatened to throw me in the river. And she's like, and this is the what you thought of? <laughs> like, this is a dumb idea. Now you're stuck here. And we get something I've only ever seen in Dumb and Dumber, which is people accidentally oh, drinking, I wrote that. People accidentally drinking pee. Bit. Because he's like, I've been stuck like this for hours. I have to pee so bad. She's like, what the fuck do you want me to do about it? And well, he's like, the champagne glasses. Yeah, go get those empty champagne glasses. And she comes over, has to like hold his dick for him so he can pee in the champagne glasses. And she's like, oh, it's, oh, this is how that works? Like, you, maybe you've never watched a man pee before, but you understand the process. Like, yeah, <laughs> this shouldn't exactly. be that surprising to her. But she's like, oh, this is like milking a cow. This isn't bad. I'm like, no, it's not. It's really not at all. <laughs> but she... They put the champagne glasses on the thing. 
Yeah, he feels like rich as oh, I would love some champagne. Of course. Which the and second so they like get the two champagne glasses. The second they don't this starts, you know that's coming. Big reaction that the cop and Dumb and Dumber had. They're like, <laughs> no. oh, it's warm. It's warm champagne. Hmm. Yeah, well, this champagne's warm and flat, but overall, I like the exhibition. Like, okay. Which I guess is trying to, I mean, maybe this is their stick it to the upper class I just think it, bit or something, but. I don't know. It, I don't know. I didn't see anything. It, it wasn't just, really. Yeah, it's just people drinking pee. <laughs> it was pe- just people drinking pee. But one of Spider's guys calls Joey's mom. Earlier in the movie, Joey was having a conversation with the other guys. Where he's like, hey, I had a real problem. I was making it with a girl. And my mom came in. And they're like, oh, and she was yelling at you. The, the, she was yelling at you for being like a bad boy. And she's like, no, she was yelling at the girl. Like, how could you sleep with this guy? He doesn't even like take a bath. <laughs> so his mom was like giving him shit. But one of Spider's guys somehow has her number and calls Joey's mom and is like, Hey, your kid broke a statue over this place and he's in trouble. You better get over there and help him. So she shows up and Angelina's trying to distract her so that she won't notice. But from across the room, she sees Joey's bare ass. She pretty much sees instantly. Yeah. And in, yeah, immediately knows like, oh, that's my kid. Because I've, his whole life, I've so... washed that ass. I've spanked that ass. I've... <laughs> but he's a grown man with like a hairy ass now. But he also has a birthmark. She I says. mean, it's a mom thing. So she starts screaming at him about, you know, what are you doing? And the next thing you know, they're in like a paddy wagon being hauled off by the cops. But not, I guess not arrested because they just get dropped. The cops seem to be just driving them to the dance contest because that's where they drop them off at. So I don't know what convenience kind of trouble they were in, really. The dance contest is starting. At this point, there's like this white dance contest. Like the spawn, there's a sponsor guy who's putting the contest on who's like this older white nerdy guy who's some kind of businessman and he's giving that a speech that might have been like an actual New York politician who like ran at that time maybe but he's giving some kind of he's giving the crowd a speech a crowd yeah that's mostly non-white lots of black people yeah. lots of Latinos and his speech starts with basically the gist of it is like hey you've all been killing each other in the streets <laughs> and it's awful it but thank is. god breakdancing came along and gave these boys something to very do very politician-y so they'll very stop killing each other <laughs> which is I don't know I don't know that it would have started my speech that way remake that now and have it be like a commentary on how out of touch politicians are and it may or may not be that but certainly would have been more intentional nowadays yeah yeah, I don't know. That's just a weird. <laughs> this is supposed to be like a fun, happy yeah. event, and you're <laughs> like, yeah. and it's also it's a little got... it's also a little racist to be like, <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> you guys are all like the white politician. Yeah. Or whatever. Why are you guys in the eighties killing Although, each other all the time? Again, it's white politicians in the eighties. That's Reagan. So again, social commentary, maybe, maybe clumsily handled if it is. <laughs> So the the three guys are still missing. The rest of the crew is like, Izzy, you got it. Like you got to dance. We don't have anybody else. And he's like, No, I can't. I won't. <laughs> I'm not coming out of retirement. But we don't know why he stopped dancing. This is we've barely seen this. We've barely seen anybody. We've barely yeah. seen this guy. So we don't care if he doesn't dance or not. <laughs> like it's just the whole. I have retired. You can't bring me back in. Then he's like, All right, I'll come back in one last time. So, but eventually, yeah, Max shows up. Con- well, Conrad, yeah, Conrad had to get on, had to deal with a cop and ride the bus. 
with this raging boner that he's trying to hide with a pizza box and not stick in people's faces. And then this woman on the bus, like the jam-packed full of people bus, like backs into him. And every time the bus sort of hits a bump, she's like rubbing up against it and but then starts to like enjoy it. So that's an odd scene too, because basically a lot of fetish stuff in this movie. <laughs> when he gets off the bus, the boner is gone. So presumably this woman <laughs> he and this woman like accidentally had sex on the bus, is what it seems yeah. like. Like she bumped up against him enough that it relieved like his erection. It. <laughs> and she seemed to kind of be enjoying it too. It's yeah. just it's strange. Strange. But so so Conrad and Max and Joey all arrive from their various misadventures. Because that's what it feels like is we wrote three sex comedy skits. We don't know what to do with them. Let's put them within the framework of this breakdance movie that we didn't have a plot for. <laughs> like so they just sandwich them together, kind of. Yeah, it's definitely like one of those movies that's riding the coattails of a better movie, like Breaking, obviously. And Porky's, obviously, those, and, like, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, a like, lot of this is because this is this is when like when hip hop was seen as like a trend or a fad at the time. So you had all this stuff like latching onto the bandwagon that it was supposed to be, or it was looked at as at the time. You had like, for example, they had Rodney Dangerfield rapping at the time. So you know, <laughs> yeah, you look that up. Look up rapping Rodney. Oh, I remember. Before everybody to listen to it. <laughs> I was, everybody to do I that. was alive anyways, for that. I remember. At the time, it was like very much looked at as a trend. It's like how they made disco kind of trendy. They did like disco duck and all that in the 70s. They did like all the, all these like goofy break dance hip hop stuff. Like not just movies, just like stuff adjacent to it that like wasn't really hip hop but tried to be. And when you into that stuff you know the difference but i feel like this is kind of in that realm of that so that's what yeah, so, but it's, it seems like anytime maybe not lately but anytime there's like a new dance craze they're gonna make movies about it there were disco movies i mean staying alive and and you know a bunch of others there were yeah. multiple break dancing movies in the 80s there yeah. was even the lombada in the 90s they made a movie about that fucking thing like <laughs> It, I want dance movies to come back now. Imagine if they do like a TikTok dance move. I was just going to say, but that's what it would be now. It's a movie that, about fucking TikTok dancing. And how do you even, how do you do that? Well, I guess, how do you make an emoji? It's like the challenge that, too, that goes so. viral and then they don't know what to do about it. Anyway. No, thanks. <laughs> I think we're fine without the dancing yeah, movies. But any- so the contest begins. There's a, it winds up becoming like a brawl between yeah. the devil dogs yeah because but their fight isn't they're not like fist fighting and punching and kicking each other they're doing like break dance moves to each other like picking a guy up and swinging him into another guy and like doing like a somersault and landing on a guy <laughs> like until they're all just in a big pile of bodies both teams oh yeah like, it's it's pretty goofball but so izzy and so you can hear people in the crowd like oh no doing the exposition like the if this ends now because of disqualification or because everyone's hurt and nobody can dance anymore, the judges are going to rule for the devil dogs because they're like one point ahead or whatever. However the hell you score yeah, this thing. And so Izzy... Weird point system, comes, but anyways... Izzy comes out of retirement and gets on stage and is doing... Yeah, he's doing... I would not King call it break dancing. <laughs> I don't know what this dancing is, but I wouldn't call it break dancing. 
But he's yeah, trying his best to help anyways, out, I guess. The conquering hero helps the delivery boys overcome. It gives them enough time. Fucking spider and a batch of chili. <laughs> it buys them enough time for the delivery boys to like wake up from the fight and get back into it and yeah. put on their full performance. Meanwhile, two of the guys aren't dancing. They're dealing with Spider and his crew, who yeah. Spider has grabbed because Conrad doesn't even get. Because Conrad, he grabbed Conrad on his way back to the, as Conrad was running to the contest. And he's just like doing, two of his goons are holding him. He's not even slapping him. He's just like touching his face and doing like gibberish sounds. He's like, like, like baby noises. Like he's doing, that's his way of like fighting this guy or like insulting him. And it goes on for a while. And it's very strange. He has like, (laughs) he's wearing like glasses that like a dentist would wear with the little with a little flashlight on each sort of lens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he also is wearing, like, for his, his pimp suit, sort of, is, like, a tent. It's, like, the biggest, like, plastic trench coat that, when it blows in the wind, makes him look like he's eight times larger than he is. It's a very strange it's piece strange. of fashion. But the way that Spider and his guys are defeated, I don't quite understand, because two of the guys grab watermelons off a table and smash them on... The heads of Spider's two goons, so that they're wearing oh, them like yeah, they're they wearing them like hats, and it scares Spider so bad that he like starts to run away. <laughs> I don't understand what this is. Yeah. But then they grab Spider and yeah, they dunk him in a bowl of like a giant vat of chili. Like, Me hate chili. And Me that's how he's chili. defeated. So okay, this yeah. man threatened to cut off your heads and shrink them. <laughs> chili is. But he's defeated he's by a bowl of chili seal. and a couple watermelons. So I don't whatever. I don't think you should have been worried I mean, about Spider hey, at all. Some things you don't expect for. I mean, if some anything, messing up... Account for, rather. The chili messing up his clothes should be the only thing he's worried about. <laughs> like, it's not hot yeah. enough to kill him, so... Nice pimp suit. It's strange. But, yeah, so the Deliver Boys win the contest. They, win. they do their whole routine. And then they sing a song. That's what's crazy. It goes <laughs> all way too long. It goes to a freeze frame of the guys like, yeah, we won. And you would think, okay, roll credits. That's the end of the movie, right? It's 1985. You end on a freeze frame. No. Yeah, that last song cut to The rest of the gang sitting around like a barrel fire under the Brooklyn Bridge at night. Angelina's playing acoustic guitar. Max is singing a song that apparently he has made up on the spot. And everyone else is listening to it, but they all look very somber. Like, no one's happy, like, we just won the dance contest. They're all very, like, it looks like someone just died. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened. They all look very sad. It's a weird And this song, song goes on. He was not that bad of a singer, though. But it goes on for way too long. Yeah, but it's not a very good song. They could have played it during the credits. I would have yes. admired that choice. Over the credits would have been a better choice. Because it's just, it's like six minutes of just this song. And then the credits start. Yeah. Play the Delivery Boys song that's already played like three times in the movie not even that one it's the it's one the girl singing like he's a delivery boy delivering a bundle of dr- whatever oh yeah that one that played a the bunch of times song. over the mom johnson and I stuff so that, i had to stick that opening song in though because that's been in my head since i watched it and that's delivery boys i don't know i think we said all there is to say about it i don't if you have any final thoughts <laughs> but I, this was a movie it's a movie it <laughs> not the worst movie I've ever seen it was not a technically good one but know what you're getting into and it's on YouTube I just found out 
you can't find out too much information about this movie to like revisit it. You know, like going back over your notes or whatever. It's not that much on the internet. Like, but somebody put the whole thing on YouTube. So bless you, that guy. Well, it's on. It's That's on. It's on Tubi as well, which is where I watched it. So. Yeah, I just found out today that it's on YouTube as well. Yeah, a lot so. of these old movies sort of find their way there. Some of the low budgety ones. But yeah, what, mm-hmm. I, what I'm guessing is a very forgotten film <laughs> that is overshadowed by all of the movies that it's ripping off, rightfully so. I mean, it happens. Yeah, not not what I would call a good movie. Not not intolerable. It's not. I've certainly worse, watched dozens of movies worse. Worse movies for this yeah. show. It's fun to watch with friends. That's why I would give it. But even but like, like I wish I wish the breakdancing was drink better. Drink and watch it with friends. Or yeah, do that. But even then, you can you have better options. <laughs> well, absolutely. Honest. Yeah, it's not worth so, seeking. It's not worth seeking out. But if you find yourself watching it by accident, you could do worse. But I just yeah, I wish that I wish the dancing was better. I feel it, but it feels it drags on for. It does. I don't know how long. A lot of the stuff is but, slower than it needs to be. If you're reviewing a movie, finish it, which we did. Yeah, at least have. An, an, an informed opinion is always better than an opinion. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Yeah, that's Delivery Boys. It's something. Yes. It is a movie. That is an accurate description. Yes. It is that time of the episode where I press the magic button to see what next week's movie, chosen completely at random from everything streaming, will be. Pressing the magic button now. Oh, that's much, much better. <laughs> next week's movie is The Stepford Wives from 1975. Ooh, nice. The original, nice. I have not seen in a long, long time, but I remember it being very good. So we'll see how it holds up. Uh, that is free to watch on Tubi, everyone, as <laughs> most of my movies seem to be. Uh, yeah, so that's yeah, everyone's Tubi homework. Has a lot of stuff, although they it have does. ads that are very inconvenient. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, Tubi has better ad placement than I was watching a movie earlier today on Amazon Prime on IMDb TV where they put ads in, and it would put ads in totally randomly like it, sometimes in the middle of a line of dialogue it would just cut oh, to it would just cut to a commercial for oh, these hardware worse. and it was very disorienting because i thought it was part of the movie for a second so that's I annoying Tubi at least gives you like a countdown in the corner where it's like hey your ads are starting yeah. in five seconds it's only like half a second into the new scene and it, yeah it seems just to like be just off enough in a natural place you could put ads if it were on a tv yeah. or something so yeah pretty in that much. regard better than amazon better than a lot of places so, yeah, that's everyone's homework for next week. The Stepford Wives from 1975 on Tubi. And uh, All right. I bet we'll enjoy that. Uh, thank you, sir, for coming on and talking about this movie. Uh, why don't you throw out one, one more time, throw out where people can find your... I, yeah, I went right. I went and listened to some of your tracks. So you. everyone else can. I, I listen on yes. Spotify, so All right. you can be found. King Pegs on Twitter and Instagram. On DSPs, streaming services, you can find JPEGs the Legend, and that's pretty much it. Well, I appreciate Bless you. Bless up, peace and love. I'm out of here. <laughs> we will uh, have a on, good one. On behalf of myself and him, uh, everyone have a, a great week, and we will have you back here next week for the Stepford Wives. Bye, everybody. <laughs>